What's up, tribe? It is Michael Fleming here, uh, bringing you another episode. This one's kind of off the uh, the cuff. I have kind of a podcast schedule that I put together, but this one I have completely made up for today based on what's relevant in my life right now. Uh, if you're not aware, many of you may not be aware that I've got four children, uh, three that still live with me, five, seven, and nine. Uh, Actually, if you're really paying attention, it's uh, six, eight, and nine. This is the birthday season, right? So I got to keep up, right? Keep my finger on the pulse. But uh, anyway, we have recently moved to Houston, Texas, uh, or a suburb of Houston, Texas from Portland, Oregon. And if you're familiar with the United States at all, you are familiar with those are two completely different demographics. And so we are uh, about two months into this move and it's been uh, it's been a transition and so not only for ourselves but also for our children and this is that time of year I'm this is actually September 11th when I'm recording this right now so school has literally been in session for two and a half weeks now and we've got football we just started out some baseball workouts the girls start their soccer this week and so integration is happening right now, right? Assimilation, assimilation. <laughs> so we're uh, going through this right now. And, you know, I was having a, a conversation with uh, my son, Noah, who's about to turn 10. So I think fourth grader, uh, super caring kid, uh, athletic, uh, but he's starting to discover his attitude a little bit and he's pushing his boundaries. And of course, when you talk to this guy, I appreciate that because I see that as him doing his job. Uh, he's supposed to be pushing his boundaries. Same with uh, my girls as well. That This is their time of discovery and learning uh, what's okay and what's not and push those boundaries to find out how far they go, right? And I encourage that to a certain extent. And then there's the the making sure that you're doing what you need to do. And so how this is all this conversation is coming about is that at the end of each school day, uh, the kids get a little grade uh, based on their behavior, right? And so it's like a little check sheet or a little think spreadsheet where the teacher fills out the number and they rank them one to five, five being an outstanding day, one being an awful day and everything in between, right? And traditionally we're knocking out fives. Maybe there's been a four. Well, yesterday we got a three. And so the question therein lies, considering this is our first three, what, what happened? And of course the answer you get is, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, okay, well bust out the old Tony Robbins trick. Well, I know you don't know, but if you were to take a guess, what would you guess? Well, I don't know. And it got to this point where it felt like he truly didn't know. Right. And he wasn't even taking guesses. And so I went to the next step of coaching, which is kind of like, well, have you asked for help or can you ask for help to get a, get more clarity on, why you got a three? This is the first time ever. And uh, instantly he kind of crumbled and he got upset and he got upset with me. And so I kind of backed off and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, at this point, we're just trying to ask for help and get clarity on, on what her perception, what the teacher's perception was of your behavior so that you can kind of get in line with what her expectations are. Because who knows what happens to, to, to this time right now. I have no clue what happened to, to earn a three versus the traditional fives we've been getting. So I don't know if he acted out, uh, if there was a new kid 
that he was hanging out with and they're being too rambunctious. You know, I, I don't know the situation. I don't know. I don't have all the, the color or clarity on that. So I would just be making guesses. But what I was trying to offer Noah was, you know, regardless, let's get clarity on what the teacher thought happened, what her perception was of what happened. And then that way we can start acting to stay within that, that perception, right? Because again, back to, we just did a podcast a couple of days ago about perception, right? It's all about perception, right? And so it's managing other people's perception. And, and this is very true for you. Uh, people's reality is based on their perception, right? And so whatever they're perceiving of you and or your behavior is how they're perceiving you. And sometimes that's not fair. Uh, sometimes it's not conscious. Uh, and sometimes we're not aware of it. But this was a great aha that I had this morning is because as I was talking with uh, with Noah, he was getting upset and he was having like these physical reactions to how he was getting upset. And it was like, you know, making a fist and kind of clenching his teeth. And, you know, it was, uh, I did the, the a-hole dad thing and kind of busted out the my phone and I took video of how he was looking. And I said, all right, buddy, I'm going to do you a favor. I want to show you kind of what the world sees, right? I want to see what, I want, I want you to see what other people are seeing because I know you're having these emotions. I know you're having these feelings. But what's happening is what you're feeling versus what we're seeing could be two completely different things. And I want you to see what other people are seeing. And I, I played him that video and instantly he kind of pepped up and he kind of did his smile. And not because he thought it was funny or that he liked it. But, you know, I do enough coaching with the kids as well that they know how to change their state. And so you know, rolling your shoulders back, putting a smile on your face, you know, these are the, the physical attributes to kind of get yourself back into a better mood or to snap yourself out of a bad mood. And so that's what he was doing, right? Because he instantly saw, oh, dude, I don't want to be that guy. And so it was interesting for him to see that version of himself. And that that is the the theme of this podcast right now is, you know, how do we present the best version of ourselves, Right. And so, you know, because this is something that I had a tool to be able to videotape Noah and for him to be able to see like, wow, okay, now I see what you're seeing. And clearly that is not what I'm projecting or that's not, not what I'm intending to project. So it was great for him to be able to snap out of that. But you've got someone who has got a ton of coaching that had the wherewithal to take this video, coach to it. And then they snapped out of it. The reason I'm having this conversation with you is that you and I don't have that luxury, right? If you and I aren't putting forth the best version of ourselves, uh, oftentimes what will wind up happening is people just disappear. People just stop interacting with us, right? People walk away. And so that was kind of an aha that I had this morning where I was like, wow, you know, this was such an impactful interaction to be able to coach to, well, are you aware that you're acting this way and that you're behaving this way? And even more importantly, can you now see what the world is seeing of you? Kind of brought it back to me where it's like, oh my gosh, how many times am I falling short or am I not putting forth the best version of myself? Because I can already tell you one example that I know I don't put the best version of myself forward is at times when I'm coaching up my kids. Or if I've lost my patience and I just get angry, right? 
I can tell you that's not a, a pretty version of myself. And, you know, when I catch myself doing that, you know, I, I am able to snap out of it. But how long am I in that state before I catch myself, right? Having that self-awareness, right? Because that's what, that's the underlying theme of this podcast is being aware or having the self-awareness of how you're behaving and what you're doing and how you're presenting yourself. And what version of yourself are you presenting to the world at this point, right? So to make this a little more fun, what I would love for you to do right now is grab a sheet of paper. And it doesn't need to be a big sheet of paper, just a notebook. It could even be a a sticky note, right? But I want you to write the numbers uh, one through five, kind of top to bottom. So think like a, a spreadsheet, right? So one period, and then beneath that number two, beneath that number three, so forth, down through number five. So five bullet points, right? And what I want you to do right now is I want you to think of what does the best version of yourself look like, right? So for example, you know, what traits are rolled into that best version of yourself? So maybe one of them is loving. Maybe one of them is compassionate. Maybe one of them is giving. Uh, Maybe one of them is patience, right? You know, think of of different attributes that are really important to you and your core values, right? And what does the best version of yourself look like, right? When you're on top and you're on your A game and everyone's looking at you and they're glowing because they're just feeding off your energy, you know, what are those five traits that you're carrying when you envision that, right? And in fact, for for this, go ahead and close your eyes and envision yourself as that best version of yourself. And you know what I'm talking about, right? There's those days where you're just killing it and everyone's responding perfectly and you can do no wrong and you've got this smile on your face and your shoulders are rolled back and you're just full of confidence and nothing but but belief in yourself. You're believing in yourself and everyone else is believing in you as well and it just makes you feel so good. Think of, of that person, that best version of yourself that you're visualizing right now and just think, you know, what what is it that is making that that version of you right now? Is it your confidence? Is it the fact that you're giving back to your community, right? Contribution? Uh, is it the fact that you're loving or, and or are you passionate, right? It doesn't need to be passionate love. It can be passionate love, but it can just be passionate and full of energy as well. You know, think of those things and until you fill up this sheet and only five, let's just keep it at five right now because I'm going somewhere with this, right? So I'll give you a couple other seconds to think about that. You know, I think for myself, you know, uh, confidence is a big one, right? Uh, another one for me is that contribution. You know, when I'm giving back, it always seems like that that law of attraction uh, or the law of giving, right? The more I give, the more I seem to receive. So that's one one wavelength or one frequency I completely tune into is, is my contribution as well. Uh, being passionate, uh, being loving, being caring, uh, being patient with my children as well. Uh, that's a big one. So I think I went beyond five there, but I don't have my, my sheet right now. I'm breaking the rules, right? But this is more for you, right? Uh, I've gone through this activity and now I'm walking you through this because I'm going somewhere with this, right? So if you need a, another second, press pause and finish until you f- finish your five. Otherwise, I'm going to assume that you've got your five. And now what I want you to do is I want you to carry that sheet with you or that sticky note, whatever that is. I want you to keep it with you all day today and because what I want you to do is I want you to look at that sheet randomly, 
right? So whether it's on your pocket or, or hey, whether it's automated, maybe you've got an Evernote note with a reminder that pops up every hour for you to check that. But what I want you to start doing is I want you to start looking at that, that list and say, for example, giving is one of those or contribution, right? I, I link those two together. It's a very deliberate link right there. But, you know, giving or contribution, how can I give back? That's a very deliberate one. Whereas if it's 11 o'clock in the morning and you're like, oh, okay, contribution or giving, have I given anything yet? That's an opportunity for you to become aware of that and go and give something. And that, And this is anything. What can you give? Anything. Maybe it's a customer. Maybe you can call and, and, and offer them something, right? Maybe it is a coworker, like an internal customer, and maybe you can give them a compliment, right? It doesn't have to be a gift. It's just kind words, right? Words of encouragement. Uh, maybe it's to a local charity. Maybe you're realizing, oh man, I want to give and I've got a soul of contribution, but it's been two months now since I've given to my local charity. And you pick up the phone and you, you give them 200 bucks right now or 20 bucks, or two bucks, it doesn't matter. It's it's the it's it's giving, right? Or for for the swingers out there, twenty thousand dollars, whatever that is, right? Uh, whatever that amount is, I don't want to limit it, right? But 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 give, right? And then at that point, you can literally kind of check that off off the list because now you're carrying that in your heart, right? And then you know at the next checkpoint, you know look at at loving. Maybe maybe one of your words is loving, right? And uh, that you that the best version of you is loving and caring, and maybe that's an opportunity for you to uh, to reach out to a significant other. So for me, for example, my wife, uh, I might you know give her a call and, and ask how her day is doing, and tell her that I love her, and tell her how much she means to me, right? Or I might be picking up the phone and calling my mom and letting her know how much I love her, or you know calling a sibling or, or talking to your kids. It doesn't have to be pick up the phone, right? It can be if someone's in proximity, you know, letting them know how much you care for them. And again, with the loving as well, it could be a coworker as well. Maybe it's uh, in the form of like words of encouragement of just letting them know, hey, I am really grateful that we work together. You make my day so much easier and you really help bring out the best version of me, whatever that is. But but share that. Right. Because, again, what we're doing is we're going through what these different attributes are of the best version of you. And the goal is that by the end of the day, you've gone through all five and you've literally checked them off your list so that you can carry that with you for the, the whole day, right? Because once you've given, right, if you've given by 10 a.m. and you've called, in your, called in your local charity and you've given your $200 or whatever that is for you, right, you get to carry that all day. In fact, you get to carry that all week because that's a big deal. You, you were able to give where maybe you normally don't. Maybe it's not on your normal schedule, right? And it's giving you the opportunity to give back and that that fills your heart, right? Because it gives you gratitude that you were able to give and it gives you some humility because you know where it's going oftentimes is to people that might be less fortunate than you, than you right? So that's just an example. I, I, as you can tell, that's important to me. So I, I love to give to charity and I love to give back to my community. And so that that's a big one for me. So, But giving for you might be a little bit different, right? Giving for you might be... Uh, bringing flowers home to a significant other, right? There's lots of different versions of this. And I don't want to pigeonhole just my vision of that to kind of constrict what your giving looks like. Uh, I'm just kind of telling you what my version looks like. But there's so many ways to, to go about this. But at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is that by the time your head hits the pillow tonight at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, whenever you go to bed, uh, you can look back on your day knowing that, wow, I defined the attributes of what the best version of myself looks like, and 
I was able to check off all five of those today. And how, how do you think that's going to make you feel, right? Isn't that going to make you feel good? And here's, here's the deal as well. When we're going through and we're checking these off, right? Because it doesn't necessarily need to be a checklist, but carry it with you, right? Because you, you don't need to limit yourself to one on those as well, right? So for giving uh, or, or for the attribute of giving, and I keep going back to this one because clearly my subconscious is telling me I need to give more. <laughs> uh, you can give more than once, right? So after you go through your list, you can actually go through it again and start checking them off again. And, and you, what you'll start to see is you start to get this momentum of like, now it becomes a habit, right? And we know the power of habit, right? Once it becomes a habit, then we need to think less and less about it, right? But it still has the same impact. And that's that's the whole point here, right? If we can start making these attributes a habit, you're still getting credit for it and your heart's still going to feel fulfilled by completing these, right? That make you the best version of yourself, but it's going to take less and less effort to feel so good about yourself, right? And that's where we're going with this. So that that is uh, all born from kind of the conversation I had from with Noah because it really got me thinking about, you know, how am I presenting myself, right? I know that I feel like I'm polished. I feel like I'm putting forth the best version of myself when I'm talking with other people. But when things get a little stressed or I'm outside of my regular routine, how do I behave? And do I behave at the best version of myself? And the immediate answer from my hip is probably not. Uh, And so that's why it's a, a great exercise for us to go through and start to define what that best version of ourself looks like so that when we start to have, you know, say we have a rough day, something happens at work. Say you go to work and you get fired, right? Just say you're driving to work and you get in a car accident. Say you're before before you're heading to uh, drop your kid off to school, they decide to tell you to F off, you know, something crazy off the wall that completely derails you and drops your jaw. And you're just like, what the, you know what? <laughs> I mean, these are crazy examples, right? But you get the idea of like, you know, when we're in our routine, it's really easy to control our environment, right? Or to keep our finger on the pulse of our environment, right? To have a better understanding of that. But when things start to push outside of that, that's really when we're tested to see who we really are. And that's why I'm encouraging you to do this exercise right now because it starts to create that awareness and you might find that as you go through today that as you're working through these five attributes maybe one of them switches out right maybe maybe I thought passionate was being really good but maybe I just just inherited that from Michael when he was talking so maybe it's it's really just caring or understanding or you know what I mean switch it out so so that you really because you'll be able to feel these right like if, if you're checking this off your list and you don't feel fulfilled, it's probably not one of your core uh, attributes, right? And I know that I'll do that sometimes as well when I'm I'm getting coached up and, you know, I've got a coach that's giving me examples. Sometimes I'll inherit one of their suggestions and it winds up on my list. I'm like, oh, because it sounds so good because they were so passionate about it when they were talking about it. But then as I go through it, I was like, ah, it really didn't fulfill me like I thought it would, right? So where it's like, oh man, the passionate one is super important to me, but yeah, maybe the, you know, the caring or I don't know, they're all great. I can't say any of them is less important, but maybe one of them is just way more important than another one. And and after you check one off, you're like, yeah, it felt good, but it didn't really feel wow 
but maybe this one would. And you just try that out, right? And so what, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, if you start this off today on a Wednesday, and I'm not assuming you're listening to this, because no one's listening to these, by the way. I know that. I realize that. These are still going to be valuable, though, years from now when I'm really popular and people are going back to see, wow, let's hear where he started off from, right? But this will still be relevant for you then, too, right? This is, a, this is a, you know, a Wednesday when I'm recording this. But what I'm saying is you write these down on a Wednesday. By Friday, they might be completely different, right? You may only have one or two of those five on your original list, right? But the whole idea is to craft it so that it's relevant to what's most important to you so that every time you look at this list, it makes you excited and it makes you, you fulfilled and it gives you a vision or a target of who you want to be when you grow up, right? And that's really what we're trying to do is trying to create that vision of what is the best version of myself and how can I roll out a better version of myself tomorrow, right? A more loving, a more caring, a more giving, a more passionate, whatever those are for you, right? How can I roll that out? Because that's all I'm trying to be today. Is not all I'm trying to do or all I'm trying to be today is a better version of myself than I was yesterday. And I would encourage you to have that same goal, right? But it doesn't mean that those attributes need to change, right? It just means that how can I, if giving is one of my attributes, how can I give more today than I gave yesterday? And again, it doesn't have to be money. That was one of the examples that I gave, right? But maybe it's time. Uh, maybe it's compliments, you know, words of encouragement. Uh, maybe it's just letting people know, uh, that your time is available for them to help. You know, maybe you're in the office and you hear someone's going to be moving this weekend and you're like, Hey, I got a pickup truck. I can help. And you barely even know this person who knows, right? But how can, how can you give? That's kind of how I outlook is, is, uh, or how I frame it with myself is how can I be giving today or how can I even be giving in this moment? Right? So there's so many different ways to give. There's so many different ways to love. There's so many different ways to be passionate. So there's, there's different ways to fulfill these goals but it's embarking on the goal first, then you can start to benchmark against that, right? So that's all I've got for you today. This is not a very long one, uh, but it was rather timely, rather relevant because this was such a great experience for me to go through this with my son and to be able to record it and him be able to see that and literally laugh at himself. He's like, oh man, that was not you know, had it been a different reaction and he blew up, I probably wouldn't be sharing this with the world, right? I'm sharing this with you now, though, because, you know, the kid is absolutely a mini-me and he is coachable and he does desire to, to be the best version of himself as well. Uh, and he expresses that oftentimes through sports and athletics, right? But at the end of the day, he knows the difference between right and wrong. And he knows after he sees himself going, oh, man, I don't want to be that guy. I think that's kind of the, the, the verbiage that we were using as well. It's like, do you want to be that guy? And the answer was a resounding no, no chance. And so, you know, right back to you. And it's like, you know, yesterday, when you look back at the version of you yesterday, you know, do you want to be that guy? Do you want to be that girl? Is that who you aspire to be? Was that an amazing day for you? Or were there some areas of opportunity, right? And we're just looking for small improvements. What can I improve yesterday? Like, oh, man. I lost my shit on Caitlin yesterday because she did this, right? And I, I'm really kind of embarrassed to myself because I know better, but I got caught up in the moment and, you know, I said, I said something or I did something or I acted in a, a childish manner and I really should know better, you know, the, today is your opportunity to fix that, right? Today is your, your opportunity to be aware of that and not let it happen again, right? 
It doesn't mean that you don't still have the same feelings, right? It doesn't mean that you don't get frustrated or angry or discouraged or, you know, whatever those feelings are, but it's becoming aware of, wow, what's the physical impact when I have that feeling? What am I linking to that, right? And how do I behave differently the next time that happens, right? So, you know, if it's something that someone said and, you know, back to my child analogy, right? Say I I lost my shit because of someone who was, uh, you know, because she did something that I didn't like, right? And I got really upset about that. Well, uh, maybe the next time it happens, what I do is, you know, take a deep breath or uh, ask, ask for help. You know, I've got a, a beautiful wife that sometimes I'll, I'll tag team her and be like, I need some help here, right? You know, just various things. There's lots of different tools that we have access to. And, you know, starting to have the, these conversations, starting to have that awareness starting to be able to plan ahead so that you know what your resources are, then you can ask for help and go for that plan B before it's really a, uh, a problem, right? Does that make sense? So I hope it does. And I hope this has been valuable for you. Uh, you've walked away with a, a list of five traits that are going to model or envision, embody, and create the best version of yourself. Now, what I encourage you to do is go out and just run with it today. Try do the 24-hour test and heck, the the 12-hour test just until your your head hits the pillow and see how you feel tonight and just be aware of that, right? If you happen to remember, bring those five attributes to to bed with you, right? So that you can read through them and really review like, "Oh man, you know, one of my one of my goals or one of my attributes to be the best version of myself was to be loving." And, you know, man, look at all these examples that I I gave because I'm aware, I was aware of this. I have five specific examples of loving, you know, I gave extra big hugs or I told people that, that I was really grateful for them, or I told people that I love them. And I, you know, whatever that, whatever that looked like, whatever loving looks like to you, and you'll be able to start piling them on. And like, all of a sudden this piles onto your heart and it, and it helps you feel fulfilled and it helps you feel grateful. And what you'll start finding is these, you're creating these habits of that best version of yourself. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start feeling better. And then what I encourage you to do is carry that list the next day. Carry it tomorrow, right? And go through that activity again. And and after you've done this for about a week, again, A, your list may have changed a little bit, right? Because some of these might be dynamic and some of them might have the uh, the same pow that the other ones do, right? Some may have a lot more impact than, than others, right? And so don't be afraid to switch one out or reword them, right? But after a week, these should be solid and dialed in and you should be well aware, like you should agree, like this is absolutely the best version of myself, but then you should also be able to see after a week, like I am truly acting different and I'm truly feeling different and people around me are starting to act different because they're picking up on this as well, right? And then see what happens after a week. And after that does, you know, I am dying to know how this impacts you. And so shoot me an email or re- re- reply to this uh, podcast because uh, if you're watching this through the uh, dentalmarketingblog.com, uh, obviously that's a blog and there's areas for response as well. And what I'll do is I'll post the uh, the transcript of this on there. So if you happen to listen to this from you know the iTunes or the Apple podcast, know that you can go to dentalmarketingblog.com and you'll find the same transcript of this. And it might take a day or two. So if you're, you're listening live, well, maybe a day or two, but leave me a comment. I'm dying to know, A, what were your five attributes? And B, how did you start to implement those? 
And what were your feelings and what were your learnings? Because again, this is uh, the idea of this is that we build each other up together as a community so that we all start to become better versions of ourselves and then better ideas will start coming out. And so this group that we're working together, our tribe that we're building together here, we become kinder, more loving, more compassionate and better versions of ourselves so that when it comes time to collaborate with each other, like we are, are really offering the best version of ourselves as well as receiving the best version of other people as well. So I hope that, that makes sense. I can go on forever, so I'm going to cut it off right here. I'm super grateful that you're here with me right now, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Have a great day. Take care.